So today is the 21st of November, 2021. And at this time we have the opportunity to train our minds in samadhi, in collectedness, to make our minds firm and stable. And this quality of samadhi, when trained in well, it's a Dhamma quality that enables, enables us to know and see the Dhamma. We can look at young students studying in school, and they may have only a short amount of concentration or a little amount of concentration. But if they're able to train in chanting, meditation, bowing, and so on since a young age, then they'd be able to improve their concentration in their studies. Then they'd be able to learn various subjects that the teacher teaches. And then in terms of worldly work, one needs even more samadhi. If one only has short samadhi or short concentration, then it's difficult to do one's work in the world. So whether in study or work, one needs to cultivate this quality of samadhi, the firm establishment of mind. And in Dhamma practice, we practice samadhi to bring our minds to peace. This is something we do to develop and cultivate our minds, to make them higher, to give rise to wisdom. And we see that in the seven bojangas, the seven factors for enlightenment, they have mindfulness, uh, samadhi, firm establishment of mind, upeka, tranquility, effort, and so on. But really all these qualities gather together as one thing. When we separate them out, this is something that the Lord Buddha taught. And the Buddha taught with such incredible wisdom, he was able to separate out the seven bojangas into their different qualities. But when it comes to our practice, they all gather together as one thing. Just like the Noble Eightfold Path, we separate it out into qualities like right view and right intention. But in truth, they all gather together in sila, samadhi, and panya, virtue, collectedness, and wisdom. So when we practice sitting and walking meditation, then these qualities are all there already. Sila, samadhi, and panya are gathered together already when we meditate like this, they don't go anywhere. And sila, samadhi, and panya train the mind well in order to see and know the Dhamma. So we see the sila, samadhi, and panya in the mind, in the jitta. The mind like this has wisdom. We may ask, well, is wisdom outside of the mind? So the mind that practices like this gives rise to knowledge and understanding, is able to fight with the kilesas, with defilements, to bring the mind to purity. And so sila, samadhi, and panya, we use them as tools to train the mind, to meet with the Dhamma. When we travel far on the path, we use sila, samadhi, and panya like a vehicle in order to reach our destination. 
just like when we use a boat to reach our destination. But when we arrive at our destination, we don't use the boat anymore. We put the boat away and leave it there. Just like Sila, Samadhi, and Panya, it's a vehicle to realize freedom, to attain to the Dhamma. But when we reach that, then we put the vehicle down. We see that the world has many paths. The human world and the Deva world as well has many paths. Paths that the Devas use to travel very quickly. And when the mind is trained well, then Sila, Samadhi, and Panya can be put down when the goal is reached. But if you haven't yet reached the goal, then you have to use Sila, Samadhi, and Panya first. Use Sila, Samadhi, and Panya in order to see the Dhamma. And the seeing of the Dhamma is something that's not difficult. The mind that's lost and deluded, we know already. It's lost in clinging and attachment. And we know that this gives rise to suffering. So if we don't have clinging, then we don't have suffering. So we should understand this. And to understand this, we should practice and train our minds a lot, have a lot of effort, because life is something uncertain. We don't know when our lives will end. So therefore we must practice and train our hearts and minds. Do this every single day. Train our minds every day to give rise to wisdom. And wisdom arises, we're not intent, or we don't try to have wisdom arise, but wisdom arises on its own. The knowledge and clear understanding arise. We can have rapture for three days and three nights. We see not-self clearly. So may you practice and train in this, have effort. And we see if we don't have effort, then how is it? If we just have laziness, then this gives rise to defilement, to kilesa. For instance, in worldly terms, if one has laziness, then one doesn't seek out a livelihood, one doesn't seek out material wealth, then one is not able to care for oneself or one's family. And if there's no laziness, but there's also no wisdom, then we just get agitation and chaos and we don't meet with success as well. So we have to have effort with wisdom as well, with patient endurance as well, in order to succeed. So in terms of our Dhamma practice, we use effort. Freedom from suffering is realized because of effort. Success is attained due to effort. So may you have this firm intent, may you have effort continuously and constantly throughout the four postures of sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. May you contemplate all things as empty. And seeing emptiness, one sees Buddha. One sees Buddha in all things, sees that all things are empty. So may you practice in this, have effort, patient endurance, firm intent. May you have these qualities continuously and constantly to bring the mind to the firm establishment of samadhi. And this is something that's, when you realize samadhi, then you see that it's something that's very good, very excellent. The mind that doesn't waver, not getting lost in liking and disliking. So may you set your hearts to practice in this way. Do a lot of meditation and mental cultivation. 
May you be intent in your practice.